live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on June 20th, 2019, the year of our Lord. How are we? Huh? Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at Red Ticket Blues. Listen to the show, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, everything else under the sun. Isn't tomorrow the first day of summer? Summer. First day. I think it is. 21st, where you'll be hearing this podcast, correct? First day is Friday, June 23rd, and ends on September 23rd. Oh, don't put those thoughts in my head. Whew. So, yeah, another uh, lost week for the Red Ticket Blues podcast. Gotta get motivated. I know you're tired of hearing that. You don't need to hear my lies. Why must you fill this podcast full of lies? I uh, just spent the last 30 minutes or so not doing what everyone loves to do in anticipation of summer, right? Cleaning co- dead cockroaches off your garage, right? <laughs> I mean, really. So, yeah, you know, I found a cockroach eh, maybe a few weeks ago. Killed it, whatever, you know, and keep it as a pet or anything. I killed it. I said, okay, whatever, one cockroach. And I saw one the other day. I said, okay, two. So now we have an issue. I'm calling the exterminator. Exterminator came. Yeah, I talked to him on the phone. Talking shop like exterminator folk do, you know. Oh, yeah, this season's worse than the last. I sound like a fisherman. Just like, oh, you missed it. Yeah, oh, boy, I caught one this big. This season's terrible, you know, with all the rain, now the extreme heat. Just like, yeah, it doesn't happen every year. But, yeah, you know, just listen. I'm a man of the people. I was sitting there shooting it with Leroy. Boy, Leroy, you're telling me. I mean, come on. <laughs> I know about these roaches. So, I mean, I guess it's good to find the dead ones all over the garage, belly up, and uh, you know, clean that out, so. Now, these pests are getting to me, though. I don't, maybe it is something about this year. I'm cleaning the shower after one of the finals games, because that's what you do. After the NBA finals, you're motivated. You want to clean the shower of mold and, and mildew and all that. It's just in the corners there. It's, it was starting to annoy me while I was taking a shower the other day. And um, I look above my head, and what do I see? I see a spider. And it's different than the other spiders. This one's all black. Well, the other ones are kind of daddy long legs or little ones. And I'm like, there's only one spider I know that is all black, and it's usually not a good thing. So I back away, and I take my vinegar and, uh, vinegar and what? Vinegar and something. Uh, did I put baking soda in there? Maybe I did. No, that wouldn't make sense. Vinegar and something. That was, uh, you know, I was helping, he was helping me clean the actual bathroom, and I sprayed that motherfucker. I sprayed it, sprayed it, sprayed it until it died, and I, and I put a cap on top of it just so you know in case it was alive it was gonna way so i bring it up to view with the uh the cap this cl- see clear you know i can't even talk maybe i should be drinking huh so let me put that story on hold there's another batch here of the brian uh uh la cerveza de uh casa de brian and uh this is a new one i've not tried it at all so this is this is the uh inaugural virgin taste that that sounds like too much carbonation but We'll go with it. This is supposed to be a pale ale. Let's see how we go. Here we go. It's not bad. It's better than the other one. The other one I did not like. I said, you know, it's not that good. This isn't terrible. It's not bad. It's not bad. I think I could drink this. I mean, granted, you could probably piss in there and I'd probably still drink it anyways, but... That's not true. I don't drink this. But back to the story. I, I look through the clear cap. I see the little red mark. And that is the indication that that is a black widow spider. And I look that up. 15 times more venomous than a rattlesnake. So not happy about that. 
The uh, Leroy said it was quite odd to see, but hey, I saw it. I'm not lying. I guess they're not aggressive, though, so that's good. And then jump on my face like arachnophobia or something like that. But I'm alive to tell the tale. I know this beer tasting has nothing, doesn't do anything for any of you. But anyways, so we're back, people. We got lots of things to talk about. Uh, I guess we should start. Um, oh, it's eight three now. Oh, okay. So maybe this uh, stupid opener thing isn't that great, Mister Boone. But the Yankees, their biggest dilemma right now on June twenty first. That's how great the season is going. Who do you DFA? Cameron Mabin or Luis Sessa? Imagine beginning the season being like, listen, you're gonna have a little hiccups here and there, but your biggest problem is gonna be right before you know. Summer officially starts. Who do you DFA? Cameron Mabin or Luis Sessa? That's a good problem to have. Cameron Mabin probably will be DFA'd. We all love him. I know he's kind of fit in a spot. I mean, listen, I think Cameron Mabin sticks out for the obvious reasons. One, um, black guys in Major League Baseball are definitely at a premium. You don't see many of them. Uh, And so he kind of sticks out. I mean, no offense, but I mean, what is it? Seven, six, seven percent of the MLB is black. So he sticks up. But I mean, it's a guy who's been on a million different teams. You know the name. He hasn't, he couldn't say like, wow, Cameron Maven really does this well, but he's played well for the Yankees. He's hit home runs. He's probably, he's hit like 10% of the home runs of his career in the last five days. And he's just been a guy that's been all around doing it well. But if you think Aaron Boone is going to get rid of a pitcher, in this day and age, they showed teams that have 12 pitchers in the bullpen. They're all awful teams. Everyone else is 13. Some of them have 14. So it's unfair, but so is life. And we can all, uh, you know, pitch in and do a GoFundMe for a ring for Cameron Mayron as well, if it's that big of a deal. Everyone calm down. All right. I like the guy too. I'm sure he's nice. He's got enough money that, that he doesn't have to worry about anything for the rest of his life. Don't worry about it. Okay. Do not worry. But the rest of that is very good. I mean, this team is coming together. Stanton's back, striking out. You love to see it. The pitching, we were all worried as hell the other day, and I don't know, it all went away for whatever reason, just because the offense has been picked up so much, but it's still a problem. It's still an issue. The teams, they stink. Uh, but and then, and then you think CeCe's about to, you know, be done, and then you see him pitch a great game the other day. It's very confusing. It's a confusing process. It's almost like they play 162 of these games. It's, it's, it's outrageous. You know, they passed on Keuchel, and, and I'm in no way saying that Dallas Keuchel is some sort of amazing pitcher. I think a lot of the Yankee fans have yesteryear nostalgia from when he dominated the Yankees in the playoffs in, what, 2012? I mean, that was a great performance, but, I mean, he's not the same pitcher. He's not a terrible pitcher, but, uh, you know, I was getting into it with who? Uh, Bones of Houdini on, on Twitter, and, yeah, there is a reason, possibly, that why a lot of teams, you know, why the Astros didn't take him and why it took this long for someone to get him. Yeah, there are draft pick implications and all that, but, but then the Yankees make this interesting move of getting Edwin Encarnacion, 36-year-old, you know, DH first baseman sort of deal. And, you know, I think the situation is they didn't want Keuchel. At first, I couldn't wrap my head around it. I think I was had a few drinks. Yeah, on Sunday, it was Sunday. Was that when the uh, trade was? Sunday, I said I wasn't going to drink and I was going to get stuff done around the house. I did the exact opposite. I went out to Target. I bought a little kiddie pool and a bottle of vodka and that was the day. So, hey, hey, look at me. Yeah, and that's that. That's not a lie. That's what I did. I sat there and I listened to music while I drank uh, Moscow Mules. And I can see why. That's like the first time I think I've ever had a Moscow Mule. I can see why those things are so popular because you, you add ginger beer to it and that masks all of the vodka taste. Wow, you could have an incredibly strong drink and you would not know it. 
So that hurt. Um, but yeah, I was having a hard time wrapping my head around it. Edward Carnassian, they actually ended up, what, signing for $3 million, to pick up $3 million of his contract and some low-level po- prospect, and they got rid of Clint Frazier. I mean, get rid of him. They sent it to the minors. I guarantee this, folks, you'll never see Clint Frazier playing the New York Yankees ever again because he will be involved in some sort of trade, and uh, he will be have a sore ass about it, you know, real, real red ass and, and all sorts of other ass, but he... I, Good luck to Clint Frazier. I don't think he's a bad guy. He's just immature. And this whole me against the world thing, when when all of Yankee Twitter does is kiss his ass nonstop. It's like, I, who who are you in the media? The media that the, the media that reported that you made costly errors, which you did. Like that's what I don't understand where Clint Frazier's coming from. You're that upset about something you did. Oh, well, well, what about all this in the past? You know, they're, they're making a big deal out of me choosing number seven, which never happened. And it's like, you know, if this were some sort of humble person, then I can understand that the media's been, dude, you want this attention. Just indicative of society today. I'm just sick of it. But goodbye, Clint Frazier. Hey, right now, Yankees are in the middle of a, uh, you know, tough, tough little stand here. I mean, they dominated the Rays, which, you know, by the way, the, the Tampa Bay Rays, you see you see the story today that they want to um, try a two-city team. So they've been given the, the okay by MLB to explore the idea of two cities. And what does that mean? No, not Charles Dickens. Oh! That was good, huh? Tale of two, yeah, Tale of Two Cities. No, no book recommendations this week, people. Sorry, I'm still on that other one, the the perfect weapon. I got to get moving on that. I don't know what it is. Something it gets too techy, and I have to stop, and I forget about it, and you know, get kiddie pools and vodka, and you know that happens. But uh, but the Tampa Bay Rays want to give a shot where they would play the first half of their season in Tampa Bay, and then the second half of the season in Montreal. Now, if you remember a few years ago, the Montreal Expos tried something where they played like 25 games in San Juan and Puerto Rico. That permanent plan was supposed to be, let's move the team to Puerto Rico. Now, coming from someone who's been to the Huron B. Thorne Stadium in San Juan several times, that cannot house a Major League Baseball stadium, Major League Baseball team. It just can't. Uh, it, it's it's not suitable. And the poverty rate there is out of control. So the idea of you're going to bring Major League prices there, it's, it's just, it was not a well thought out uh, idea. But they're gonna. This is the permanent plan that they're thinking about. So every year they're gonna play the first few games, like I said. So if you're a Tampa Bay Ray fan, I know there aren't a lot of them. Why would you give a shit about this team? Oh, great! I get to watch all of them, all these, all these home games in the beginning of the season. Let's say they get good, and then I can't watch them. You know, it's not like it's Washington, Baltimore, or something like that. It's Tampa Bay, Montreal. Why is there any initiative for any fan? Imagine. Forget the New York Yankees, if you're a fan of the Yankees. Think of a team of that you're a fan of that maybe is kind of obscure uh, to where you're located. And imagine if they just split time with that. That's the, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I don't understand where it comes from. Granted, I didn't really read the article. But if I did, I probably would still not understand it. So that should be interesting. Did the, did the Rays just like see the Raptors win the championship and like, whoa! People in Toronto like stuff too. Listen, they're weird. They shoot at parades, but maybe they want to see baseball. Yeah, maybe maybe two teams because the Blue Jays are great, huh? Huh? They have Vlad Guerrero, that guy, Vlad Guerrero Jr. He's in the Hall of Fame. Okay, Brian, it's it's a tired shtick. That didn't make any sense to me. But back to what I was saying, you know, the Yankees take care of business, then sweep the Rays. Which at any point, if you thought they were a formidable opponent to the AL, into the Yankees in the AL East, you're out of your mind. 
And now, right now, I see them winning 8-3 to three against the Astros in Yankee Stadium. The Astros have been uh, not good lately. Very bad. Excuse me. Uh, you got Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa is out for like three to four weeks with a broken rib that he got in a massage in his house, which sounds like the biggest bullshit story you've ever heard. That sounds... I don't know what it is. I don't know. You can go in many different directions with that. I, I don't believe it was some sort of massage thing, but whatever it is, is probably embarrassing if you have to go to massage because that's embarrassing in the first place. So who really knows what happened there? But that's what you, oh God. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, so the Yankees have a tough stretch and they're going to have a, they're going to have a decent stretch actually until the all-star break. You got Aaron judge back tomorrow. Hence the uh, talk of Cameron Maven and Luis Sessa. No one wants to see Luis Sessa. No one wants to see Luis. Luis, I look at. I, I actually follow Luis Sessa on Instagram sometimes uh, for whatever reason. I don't want to look at him. His family doesn't want to look at him. He's not good. This guy's given given more chances than you could possibly imagine. Enough. Cut him and get rid of him. Not not literally cut him. But there we go. So, but speaking quickly of the NBA. You know, I didn't really talk much about the NBA in the podcast. Now I will uh, identify a lot of my. Uh, Incorrect predictions about the NBA Finals. One was that Milwaukee would give Golden State a, you know, they'd win a game. Uh, No, Milwaukee didn't make the Finals, so wrong there. I said that Milwaukee would win one game in Golden State, game two, and everyone would act like it's a series. Well, moron. Regardless, Milwaukee or Toronto would have the home court advantage, so you were wrong there again. So the first two games were played in Toronto, and... Golden State? I mean, listen, the injuries were there, for sure. Durant, I I don't understand why he came back. I really don't. And all these people getting mad at the Warriors. Oh, screw that franchise, man. They, 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 they guilted KD into coming back. What did, what did they do? Put a gun to his head? Listen, we're going to murder your family. We're going to throw them in acid and throw them off a bridge if you don't play. He's a millionaire. That guy gets criticized all the time. He's the thinnest skin in the world. But you know what? He doesn't want to play. He doesn't have to play. He came out there. He's, he was on fire. And then he hurt himself. So were the doctors wrong when he was on fire? Or were they wrong when he hurt himself? I always get this stuff confused. Because everyone on Twitter is an expert. And I, I sometimes I just don't know. I apologize. Uh, but hey. It's good to see the Warriors lose. And this is probably the last year of their greatness. In a sense. And why is that, Brian? Well, I'll tell you. It was supposed to be Clay Thompson becoming a free agent. And he's going to be out almost all of next year after he uh, tore his ACL. He tore his, he tore his ACL and fans booing at, what's his name? Danny Green, as if he hit him, whatever. Hit him on purpose and hurt him. Uh, so he's not going to be back to March or April. Durant even did re-sign with the Warriors. He's out for the year. So now you got uh, Draymond Green, who is angling for a max contract and Steph Curry because DeMarcus Cousins is probably leaving too. And it was great to see. Now he had like one game where he did really well and all the means I feel so happy for him. I'm so happy for Boogie. Why? That guy is one of the most unlikable assholes you've ever seen. Why would I feel good for that guy? Oh, it just feels great. This guy is not playing, you know, to pay his rent. He's beyond millionaire and he's just an unlikable person. Always a scowl on his face, always complaining. He is the typical personification of the NBA and why people don't like it. DeMarcus Cousins is ugly mug. That is why. 
And it was great to see him lose. It was great to see him make lots of mental errors, too. That was perfect. And he had no one to blame but himself, and he couldn't whine about it to anyone else. It was all DeMarcus Cousins. Boogie. I love Boogie. Shut up. Just shut up. But uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, he looked like he was asleep half the time. But when he was on, he was on. So good for him. And uh, he'll probably leave. I could see him leaving. Why would you? Yeah. I think he wants to come to California here. The Clippers, or he's he's from Southern California. I hear he's interested in the Clippers. Not the Lakers, because they're not going to probably be able to sign him now that they have Anthony Davis, which, are you really shocked, Anthony Davis, that they they, they, they got rid of Lonzo Ball, and then who was the other dude? Brandon Ingram. Two guys that I think, you know, where did Lonzo Ball go to? Oh, UCLA. All right. Two guys that, you know, were great in college. They haven't really done anything in the NBA. Don't seem very motivated either, especially Brandon Ingram. That guy seems completely content being in street clothes on the sidelines. And you bring Anthony Davis, and you know the Lakers basically gave up their livelihood. I mean, they gave up first what unrestricted first round picks for the next like seven years. There's something odd about the idea that there are ninth graders playing right now, like trying to like hook up with girls for the first time, that are going to be uh, compensation for the Anthony Davis trade. It, it's just so strange. There, there are kids in middle school right now that are getting ready to see if they can make the freshman team uh, in high school. And they're going to be involved in the Anthony Davis trade because there's that many trade prospects. There are so many prospects. There's so many draft picks included in that. But, hey, you put the star players where you can. The NBA didn't luck out with Zion Williamson because he's going to New Orleans, obviously, with the draft tonight. I did not watch the draft. Uh, What was I doing? I was actually watching a little bit of the Yankees, and the Yankees went to a rain delay. And we only got a few channels here, and they – and on one of the channels, there is, what, that show Mom, Big Bang Theory, Modern Family, then Goldberg's. And the TV's kind of just on, and I just put it on. Big Bang Theory is the most popular TV show in the country, and everyone loves it. And granted, because it's on, I have digested a few episodes. I don't get it. It's it's not funny. It is the farthest thing from funny. It's I've also never met anyone that actually enjoys it. Like, oh, did you see Big Bang Theory? No, I didn't. I, 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 why? Why? Why would I? I have a brain. I'm not doing that. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So I wasn't watching the draft. I don't know if uh, Adrian Wojnarowski was uh, giving out the picks 45 seconds before that it was actually uh, announced. Never understood that phenomenon when, in reality, <laughs> those play most of the players that are drafted tonight won't do anything in the NBA. They'll be a role player. A few will probably be stars. Most of them, you know, probably a few of them won't even make the team. So the idea of getting all hot and bothered about that and like all like, oh, look at me. I, I know who's going to be drafted 45 seconds before. Dude, do you realize this guy's going to be coming off the bench in, uh, in in 12 years and maybe play three minutes? If that, and you're getting all crazy about him for trying, try, try to, try to be all, Try, try to get a hold of yourself, honestly. And I just saw da- Damon Lillard have some sort of diss track towards Marvin, ba- Marvin Bagley of the Sacramento Kings. First of all, I, I I cannot stress how uninterested I am in the actual beef. But shouldn't Damon Lillard be more worried about you know actually showing up against the Warriors? You are a star in this league and you look like a poo-poo. And you're sitting here like you're some sort of rapper. I... I I will never understand the NBA. And then I just saw on Twitter here that, you know, I don't know why I, I, there's some stories. I think this is when I got rid of Twitter for a little bit, or I said, I'm going to reduce it. And I, 
subscribe to all these news things and notifications and SB nation is one of them. Something came up and it's like all the top picks are really into fat. It's like a fashion show at the NBA draft and we're all for it. It's like, Oh God, my skin crawl. These kids are about to become millionaires. I don't blame them if they want to show off. Don't expect me to care or I swear to God, the NBA, the product on the court is secondary secondary in success all the off-court nonsense is the soap opera of our lives it's <laughs> hey they make it work i i just don't under, i can't get all wrapped up about it sometimes it's too much now supposedly paul not paul george what's his name chris paul wants out of houston and then he said he doesn't it, it, it doesn't it doesn't stop it doesn't it never stops in this league it is such it it's almost like they're they're, they're they're pushed to do that. I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of another thing that was just random on my mind the other day, or no, earlier when I was watching television, I don't. This can't be. This sound, looks like a national commercial. This can't be a regional one. That nicotine commercial with the teens. You would think they're 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 on bath salts with the way they're acting, like absolutely insane, and they make it so dramatic. Is this nicotine worse than nicotine in cigarettes? Is it making people crazy? I, I don't see kids acting in society the way that they do in those commercials. They're just screaming and yelling and it's like some sort of anthrax video or something. I I, I don't know. If, if someone has more insight into this, I'd really like to know because I am astonished. Uh, again, I, I, if I see anything, I see kids, teenagers more subdued than anything. I mean, that has to do with California and they're all high. But I mean, this nicotine commercials... Like, Screen, they're ready to fight in front of them again. The music, let me, let me try to play it here. Let's screw this. I'm, I'm, nicotine, nicotine. I don't have to keep saying nicotine, I'm just waiting for the app to come up. All right, nicotine commercial. That's a whole minute. Eh, whatever, we'll hear, we'll hear the, the music. Let's speed it up a little here. Oh, this isn't the one, is it? This is way, this is way more like sympathetic. Like, hey, come on, you can be better. The other one's just like, I want to go crazy. <laughs> I do love that that monster. Yeah, we're just talking commercials, talking cockroaches commercials. That monster.com commercial about uh, jobs. Oh God, I love that thing. I got. I'm sure you've seen this, but. Daddy, what's it like to work? Well, first you get a job, and it's exciting. And that wears off, so eventually you quit. And you think, I'll just search for a new job. That's terrible. So a part of you withers away until you don't even feel like a person anymore. And you do it again and again and again until you die. Night, buddy. Now. Obviously, that's tongue-in-cheek, but is it really? It's probably the most accurate description of work life you could possibly imagine. That that, that should be some sort of that should you know what that should be a quote like directly in Office Space for sure. So what else is going on with the world, huh? How are you people? Have you been worrying about what I've been doing? Well, I kind of told you, right? Spend my days in a kiddie pool, getting drunk on days I'm saying I'm not going to drink. I think this weekend we got a nice little getaway plan going to Mendocino County. We're to it's up in God's country. 
three and a half hours from here. And we got a nice place right on the water. I mean, it's real big pimp and shit. Uh, so uh, I'm very excited about that to sit there, probably repeat myself a lot, uh, drink, listen to music, bother my wife, you know, that sort of stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, what else? Got anything else planned? Uh, I'm going to Seattle in August. Going to see the Yankees play there. That's going to be fun. Yeah, you want to know any more things going on? No, that's about it. Probably Puerto Rico and Connecticut at one point. But uh, uh, speaking of the Caribbean, how about David Ortiz, huh? So... Uh, let's just be clear, huh? We don't want anyone to get hurt. I know they played baseball. Another team that you didn't like. I don't want to see David Ortiz get killed. Now you're seeing the idea that, you know, the first story that came out about David Ortiz was that he was having an affair with a drug lord. Now, it does sound very Hollywood-esque, uh, but David Ortiz, I think he's a guy who's quite a diva, who thinks that everyone, he's God's gift to everything. So it didn't completely shock me. And first of all, he's in Dominican Republic. If David Ortiz is going to be in, be the victim of a crime, you'd think a robbery. Uh, cause he's, it's a dangerous place. He's got a lot of money and why not? The idea of someone going up to him and shooting him, then running away or driving away does seem odd. So that was the story in the beginning. Now Ortiz is on the mend. Um, and now they say that it was a case of mistaken identity. I don't buy that. That's like Alex Trebek when he, someone that a woman snuck into his hotel room years ago. And I'm sorry, the man is going through health problems right now, but it's a good victim of a crime bullshit story. Uh, how someone, a woman snuck into his hotel room at 3 a.m., tried to steal his wallet and run away, and he chased her, and that's when he tore his ACL. Yeah, she wasn't a hooker. No, 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 she wasn't a hooker at all. David Ortiz, mistaken identity. Yeah, I think he's probably pretty well known. Apparently, moments before, uh, uh, he was uh, gunned down. He was sitting there taking pictures with like everyone at the bar. So that also is a bit fishy as well. So something he was the victim of a crime and it was uh, intended in my uh, estimation for sure. How about those Red Sox? They were coming back to, they were starting to get back into it. Now they're, they are getting back into it as opposed to their early season struggles for sure. Now it's 10, three, geez, the Yankees are really laying it on here. They're going to cut a guy in Maven who's got a 310 average. Oh, God. You know, I know Gardner stinks and he really doesn't belong on this team. But, you know, we always, and I see so many people say it on Twitter DFA Gardner, the guy shouldn't be here. He's taking up a roster spot. You're, you're right. You're right with everything you say. But, you know, in this world that we talk about where there's no loyalty in sports whatsoever, you're going to just cut Brett Gardner in June of perhaps his last year after, what, 10 years with the Yankees? That's not a good look. I, I, I'm all for the people that say he should have been brought back. I'm with you. He's batting 231 right now, and I think he's been actually playing better recently. Uh, how about Torres all of a sudden? Glaber Torres. Did he hit another home? Sanchez, Torres, LeMahieu. Oh, Encarnacion hit one. Okay. And his stupid parrot thing. I, I, I don't get the parrot thing, but whatever. It's... He doesn't sit there and do a dance about it. He does the parrot thing. That's his thing. He does it consistently. That's his thing. That's why it doesn't annoy me. You know what? It's it's his stupid thing, but he does it every time. And, and it's not that obnoxious, although it's just, it's more odd than obnoxious. Hey, how about Stanton? Two hits, huh? What did he get? Oh, a double. All right. Good job, buddy. Yeah, there we go. I still don't get this whole starter, this opener thing, but I mean, and I feel like it's a it should implode at any point. Like, but... Chad Green all of a sudden is like, if, is there an all-star spot for opener? Guy just strikes out everybody. I feel like this thing is going to come crashing to the ground one day, this whole opener thing. I thought it was silly, but I mean, you keep going back to the well and it seems to work. What can I say? 
You got Old Timers Day on uh, on Sunday, which I told you my thoughts about Old Timers Day. It's silly. I saw the great Simon and Yonkers talking about uh, how they used to actually have some of the opponents, and that would have been great. Opponents come back to Old Timers Day. That'd be so great seeing other seeing the same jackasses tell the same stories and. Oh, here, here we go. Uh, it would be more fun. I, I don't know. I, I like that idea. We should do that. Can I appeal to Can I tell Jack Curry to see how he feels? Jack Curry, Meredith Morakovich, Michael K., anyone else in the Yankees that'll block me. Uh, was there anything else I wanted to talk about? Oh, yes, finally. Our old friend OJ. Sorry about that. Our old friend OJ. Now, remember, when he got out of jail, I had the great uh, Richard Deich um, from was. SI, I don't even know what he does now. He's with The Athletic, right? With The Athletic and on some sort of Toronto sports station because, I mean, you don't get much more woke than Richard Dyche. You know what? I've had enough of the uh, toxic, uh, you know, just politics and environment in the United States. I'm going to Canada to do sports radio. <laughs> you show him, Richard. He... Uh... <laughs> What an asshole. I, I shouldn't say that. He, he was a good guy. He came on. And you know what? I'd gotten into it with him on Twitter before and he came on. So you know what? That showed balls. That he that And, and not even balls because it's not like I held his feet to the fire or anything like that. I, that's never the way I did interviews. But it showed that he was a good guy to, to take abuse from a nobody like me and still come on. So I, I respect that. So maybe I shouldn't say he's an asshole. He's, this is the way he's doing what not? What an asshole! He's cheesy. <laughs> oh man, he can be an asshole sometimes. That's better, right? That's right. But we talked about this when OJ just got out of prison, and I'm like, what is his media career like? The guy's been in media, all that. So is he going to be anywhere? Are we going to see him on Twitter? What's going on? And Dice said he could see Fox Sports. I I don't know if I could see it then, and I feel like the landscapes changed even more since he got out because that was two years ago. You can't touch O.J. Simpson if you're a company, or can you? I mean, if you're if you're some sort of like fly by night internet place, like DraftKings would. Well, they're not even fly by night, are they? Yeah, he and Francesca can do a show on a, you know the the sweat or whatever it's called, where Mike's face is so close to the screen it's frightening. How about Francesca too? Is the 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 uh, the anniversary of Len Bias, University of Maryland basketball player just drafted by the Boston Celtics, age 22 years old, five days after the draft, dies of a cocaine overdose in 1986. 95% of Mike's tweet about Len Bias consisted of how he was saw Len Bias play in person and how Len Bias is, was, quote, what a waste. That's by the, the, the man is eloquent. He really has a way with words. It's, it's incredible. I mean, it's basically Jim Valvano talking about himself or Mickey or, or Bob Costas talking at Mickey Mantle's wake. I mean, or funeral. Yeah. Anyways, uh, OJ is now on Twitter. I'm bearing the lead here. And he says, it's the real OJ32. And uh, I've got got some getting some. Uh, what did he say? I've got some getting even to do. Which when you hear OJ Simpson say that, that's usually not good because there's usually murder. People die. They get their heads cut off. Uh, so not good. Not good at all. He is such a disgusting, revolting puke. He, because let, let's let's just even say this. Let's say this for all intents and purposes that O.J. Simpson is a hundred percent not guilty. Court of law found him that way, right? 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 Yeah, yeah. So let's just say he is. This guy joined Twitter on the thirty-year anniversary. Thirty year? No, not thirty. Twenty-five. 
Yeah. 25 year anniversary. So going back to like, think about it. And it's like, wait, no, I would have been older than that. Did I tell you my eighth grade dance? Eighth grade dance was the same time as the OJ chase. And we watched it. We watched it through a window at the Elks Club. I've probably told this story before. We do this podcast for this long. You're going to hear repeat stories. And we watched the OJ's thing through the bar, the window there. All the girls like, oh, we want to dance. I'm just like, the juice is loose, babe. Um, but he comes back on the anniversary of this on Twitter. Like, did, did you think he just picked a random day? And this guy, like, continuing to make light of, like, I saw this one interview after, after, I don't know what it was. It was after, obviously, his wife had been killed. And he said he didn't do it, yada, yada. And then the wife, and then the guy goes, excuse me, the interviewer, the woman says, and after our interview, OJ, in some sort of sick joke, did this afterwards. And she opened up the door and it was him with like a banana. And he was like replicating like psycho where he's like stabbing motion. Like that's funny, right? Because even if you didn't do that, your wife was murdered. And you come back on this date when your wife was murdered. And even if, again, even if he didn't do this, his history of terrorizing his wife and beating the shit out of her. And he's just like, yeah, 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 that's, that's me. I'm the juice sociopath absolute sociopath but i am very excited to see what dumb things he'll say on twitter because he's going to i don't think he's been uh actually verified yet i wonder what's up with that let me see has he been verified yet which again we all know it's him Uh, rj barrett to the knicks he's very excited i mean good for him i just he has seven hundred and seventy eight thousand six hundred followers good luck oh he's got he's got another tweet here Good luck, Christian Wade. Looking forward to watching you. You got two of the best to learn from. Okay. Someone asked me yesterday what the best advice I ever got was. My mother said to me before she passed, Orenthal, you can't let people and mean speech set you further away from G-D. That was the best advice I ever got. And by the way, she was the only she was the only who called me Orenthal. Actually, I think the judge probably called you that too. But that's our OJ. Uh, we'll have to see what he has to do. We'll have to see what he has to do. Well, we'll see what he does. And I think finally, you know, we are in summer. I saw this the other day. <laughs> I saw this. Uh, the Oh, boy. Uh, Joe Biden, what he, he worked deals with racists in the past. Now the woke crowd is taking him out. I, I just don't understand how the, these, these people don't see it. And maybe they will as time goes on when Joe Biden emerges as the best candidate, which again, he's not that great, but I mean, he's the, he's the only person that's going to beat Trump, but like the woke crowd shooting him down. It, do, do you people not see that you're eating your own and you're putting Donald Trump in the white house again? I mean, guy's a moron. He's an idiot. He's a rotten guy. And you're putting him right back in there. So whatever your life. Uh, oh, what I was going to say, we're in the season of weddings right now. Obviously it's summer. You're going to go by, you're going to see a church. You're going to see the honking and the, the rice and the, yeah, you're going to see rice and you're going to see the, the, the cans on the long story short. Listen, you want to get married. There is a company right now that wants to let you, you know, have your wedding and your proposal and all that. And that's you porn. Yes. One of the most popular porno sites in the entire world. They want to have you on there and there's some sort of contest you can win. I mean, nothing says love like going on you porn. So just have, you know, look that up, check it out. See if this is the time for you and you and Mr. Or Mrs. And see if it's time to tie the knot with you porn. I mean, 
Good for you. That That's the way it's supposed to be, right? You tell the kids, oh, where are you registered? Or you actually tell people, where are you registered? Uh, you porn. Yeah. yeah. Check out all the categories, all of them, even the sick ones. Tell your kids that's where it happened. You know, you can get all the, uh, put it on the fridge, you know, get the pictures from, from you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why that would be a viable place where people go, oh, anyways, uh, that is the podcast, people. Hope you enjoy your weekend. I'm going to enjoy it on the northern uh, coast of California on the water. We've got a hot tub on the water. Look at, oh, jeez. I mean, it's it's going to be like, I guess, seriously, big pimping video. I'm going to be like a, one of the Rockefellers here. And I'll probably put some pictures on Instagram because that's all I do is show pictures of the great places I go to. I mean, with the sole intent to things. So I don't have to save the pictures and to make people jealous. That's it. I don't even put a caption usually. Most of the time I just say, you know, caption it yourself. You know, that's what it's all about. All right, people. Uh, remember to listen to the show on iTunes, tune in radio, Stitcher, Google play, YouTube, follow me on Twitter at Brian buck 13 and at red ticket blues. Enjoy your weekend. Go Yankees. Uh, let's wait for OJ Simpson to completely melt down and, uh, well, not completely melt down because when he does, people die, but you know, melt down on Twitter more so. Uh, who drafted Ja Morant, the Grizzlies? Okay, so he could sit there in purgatory for the rest of his life. Uh, that sounds, well, not the rest of his life, the next four years, right? That's how long a rookie contract is. All right, everyone, enjoy your weekend. Said it three times now. With that being said, I want
Coca-Cola, it's rice. Straight to hell, boy. Go straight to hell, boy. Go straight to hell, boy. Go straight to hell, boy. Oh, Papa Sai. Take me home Oh, Papa San Everybody, they wanna go home So Mama San says Go straight to hell, boy. 